G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 511 of the Transmove Podcast. My name is Tim Meg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. <sighs> did you guys have a good Christmas? I did. It was, you know, it was just like every other Christmas in my little world, but yeah, for me, I, w- I always like to start the um, every Christmas off with an early morning gym session, personally. Always remember... Um, a little while, a few years back, seeing this meme of um, this jacked Santa Claus in the gym lifting weights, and it had underneath it, you know, no lift, no gift. And so I've always liked that, no lift, no gift. So I try most most Christmases, I try and get up super early, get my get my lift in, and which is a lot easier these days because I've got my own home gym. But before I used to be in um, like a twenty four hour gym, so I used to wake up even earlier and duck duck up the road and get my lift in, and then come home and do the whole presents and big bacon and egg brekkie, and then veer off to families left, right, and center. And hopefully that night. I'm home in time so I can get my ride in. This year I didn't get my ride in, but I got my lift in, so that was nice. And the kids, they're, geez, they're spoiled. They're bloody spoiled rotten. The, you know, they give my wife a, a list of 100 items they want for Christmas, and God bless her, she makes sure they get 110 items. It just, it's. Uh, they did very well. My daughter got a very musical themed Christmas. And my son got a very sporty themed Christmas, so she, you know, my daughter's in Fender, and nothing's cheap in, when you're talking Fender. And my son's into, you know, triathlons and um, basketball, and nothing's cheap there either. So, but so, so yeah, I haven't asked the missus what the damage was yet financially, but I'm I'm looking at them doing the the numbers in my head, thinking, geez. And and typical male that I am, I'm always just as surprised come Christmas about the kids' gifts as as the kids are. It's like the daughter opens something, I think, geez, did we get her that really? What a, <laughs> that as well? But anyway, it was a good day. Um, so. Today's question comes from Isaac, who writes, I have a, tra- I have a training dilemma. Uh, back in on December 19th, just two weeks back, I did a full race simulation for uh, Ironman 70.3. And like always, I have, lear- I have lots of learning taking place during the process. I have, covers- I have covered the distance now four times over the last two years and little by little I am improving on becoming more energy efficient. On March 20th, I am participating at Ironman 70.3 Puerto Rico. On my training schedule, on January 26th, I have a full Ironman 70.3 race simulation. The week before, on February 20th, I think that should be January 20th, um, there were there is a local triathlon um, that has an extended Olympic distance of 1,600-meter swim, 40-mile bike, which I think is about the 65K mark. They're about 64, 65Ks. And an 8-mile run, which I think... By memory, is around 12 k's thereabouts. 
Now, these two races are only one week apart at a critical moment during my training process. The local triathlon is involved, uh, it evolves at pretty much a flat bike course and a flat run. Some of the routes is on the Ironman course. It is, uh, if I was to do the race simulation on the 26th, I'll do... I'll be doing too much, but a bit more hill work on the bike and the run. The fools, 21Ks on rolling hills. Uh, on the bike again, I will be using the course of the real race. I'm trying to decide between which one of the two I should do um, that will help me further along to allow good recovery time and steady build up to the actual race. Although the distances between the two events are not much, that is not much, however, the fatigue factor is significant. So, so, you, so in a quick nutshell, you've got um, Puerto Rico in uh, on March 20th. On January 20th, you in your training program, you've got a... Uh, sorry, did I get that right? No, on January 26th, you've got a full 70.3 simulation day you want to do. Um, a week before that, you've got... Um, an, an actual real triathlon you can do locally that's a little bit bigger than a, a normal Olympic distance. You want to know which ones you're going to be absolute benefit from, um, that you're going to be wildly thankful for that you did come race day because it's going to get you to the finishing line that little bit faster. That that's, In a nutshell, that's what you're looking for. Um, there's, a, there's a few things here you can um, think about. You, um, if you've you've done four um, 70.3 training events or that distance race um, over the last two years, so if you've kept a training log, you'll know, and and you've been good with your training log, you'll have information in there on how well you've recovered during that, after each time. So you did you did a race simulation what two weeks ago, so you, it's still fresh in your mind on on the one you just did. So you can you tick back um, how how well did you recover from it, um, and, I'll, and I'll go into more into this in a second why why this is important. Um, did you have to take any time off tra- normal training? So let's say you did your race simulation on a, a Saturday, for instance. Did you need to take Sunday off? Did you need to take Monday off, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? It was a whole week of training um, based around recovery, to, recovering from that day. Or were you able just to do uh, one, two, three easy days of training, not missing any really any any sessions but you've taken all the intensity out you're just doing basically recovery session active recovery work to speed up um the recovery process from that race day simulation and then straight back into normal training um or or was a week were you smashed during a week off did you? What did you do before leading into these um, simulation? Did you taper for them? Did you do any resting for them, or was it normal training straight into it? Um, 
it's the reason reason I ask is you're leading into a seventy point three event. You want to do well at it. You, if you're going to be doing these race um, race day simulations, which is which is all good. Um, you've got, but if you're tapering for them, doing them, and then you're backing that up with a um, trying to recover from them, your overall um, work volume really goes down and so you if you the more of these you do um they can have a negative impact come race day put them in in um, strategic spots they can have a very big positive impact come race day and on your total performance it just it's a matter of when where and how um you do these what are you doing within them um you're, what what are the key reasons for you doing? Is it just to get the volume in? Is it you get, as you said, you're trying to learn something? You, you know things you never thought of. Um, whatever it is. Um, so they're all good good stuff. Um, and you want to know which one you should do. Um, should you do the actual race or should you do the race simulation? There's a few things to think about. So having a look about what your um how you recovered or also um plan out quick a very quick answer should you which one do you think you'll benefit from you'll benefit more from the actual race it's going to be um a higher intensity because you're going to have a an atmosphere there you get a lot more out of a out of the whole atmosphere you got a whole lot of people coming you know sitting around transition checking their bikes for 10 20 minutes and then they'll walk away and they come back and check their bike again for another 10 20 minutes and then they're pointing around and they're talking about watts they're talking about this and that and and then come race you know you warm up and then you take off and then it, the whole atmosphere is there and you as you're running past people are cheering and all that good stuff uh you'll get more out of that that's uh, um, a quick a very quick answer but i would also argue um if you're not um if your training plan doesn't involve in you recovering resting i should say um into these race simulations and then taking a week to to recover from them I would half consider doing both of them. Now, what I'd be doing within them would be a little bit different. Now, for your race, um, actual, the, the race, um, the funny funny distance, Olympic distance, race at. Go out and have a good good bit of time. Then The week after, the 70.3, you could still do that distance. You don't need to be doing that at race intensity, race power. You can do parts of it at that. Um, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be, you know, doing a whole lot of recovery going into it, and I wouldn't be, um, you know, it'd be just turning it into a good long day. I'd be, you know, let's let's say your goal for um, Puerto Rico is to do two hundred watts on the bike. Well, just do that day at one hundred and eighty watts, for instance. Just just back the intensity off, and let's say you're going to do the run. Um, it, the goal was to do the run in an hour and 40. We'll back that off and just do it in an hour and 50, for instance. 
um, I wouldn't be resting for for it. I wouldn't be resting for either one of them, to be honest. Uh, I'd be just going going through it. So that, so for instance, this actual race, if the race was on on a Sunday, and you've got a, a four hour bike ride to do on the Saturday, well, I'd be still doing the four hour bike ride, and I'd be just going in there with some good built up fatigue. Uh, but the next day, the recoveries becomes very important um so the next day let's say you do, uh, you do that you ride um four hours on the saturday uh, as your normal training ride on the sunday you do that race uh, but oh, you know there's going to be built up fatigue so you're going to get that benefit like you've done a 70.3 anywhere on the monday you're going out for a 60 to 90 minute easy 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 bike ride not letting you know we're talking about um what I've mentioned it before, um, Cadell Evans have had this um, thing, it's a slogan, or, or would describe best way to describe an easy bike ride, like a, a coffee shop ride. Find a find a coffee shop that's you know an hour away, forty minutes away, thirty minutes away, whatever it is. Ride as easy as humanly possible to that coffee shop. So, and the way to do that is whatever gear you think you need, go one easier. Go to the coffee shop, have a cuppa, jump back on the bike and ride super easy back. So you're just getting a good recovery ride. And then you take the Tuesday off, fully off. If you want to do some training, stick a pull buoy in between the legs and go for a swim, for instance. And then you go, hopefully go back into normal training on the Wednesday. If you need to cut the intensity slightly or altogether, well then you, you do that. But... Um, and then if you're going to do this, uh, the 70.3 simulation the, the week after, I'd be just continuing training as normal, but dropping the, some of the intensity involved in, in that just to get that um, volume. But having said that, if you're not recovering from these um, sessions um, in the past, um there might be a reason why. So you, your your training logs will have all the the answers there. You just got to look for them and honestly look for them too. And if you're um, not if you're not keeping proper training logs, now's a really really good time to start it. Um, you know, it's like super where superannuation. You know, when's the best time to do it? When's the best time to save for your retirement? The answer is always yesterday. So that's always the best time to start your training log. When should you have done it? You should be already doing it. So I'd be... All, all the answers will be in your training logs of what you can and can't handle. And don't work off memory either. We tend to remember things a little bit differently. You think, oh, I remember I do it, did hit these numbers on that week and then I went straight into this run and then you end up going back thinking yeah i'll just double check it would happen about three months ago i did this 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 all in a spare a space of one week and then you go look go back and think no that was a space of a month i did that not a week <laughs> so it you can't rely on memory for this stuff stuff but i'd be if i had to pick one it'd be the race um and i've mentioned it, it before i'm pretty sure alan pittman um good old coach mentor alan pittman i don't know if his squads um or his granddaughters um has taken over the squads these days 
but he's um, would do the his squad would do this um, like a race simulation similar to every single month. That it was a hundred kilometer time trial with a twelve k run off the bike, but the twelve k run was um, twelve times one kilometer at race pace or race effort. Uh, with um, I think it was like twenty seconds walking in between each kilometer. And the the hundred kilometer time trial was done with race gear, race nutrition, and um, it would do, it was it, they created a full atmosphere every every month. There'd be family members turning up that have have a good good old time, and in the lead up to Pete Jacobs winning the Ironman World Championships, he would be going to these things as well and right and and doing these training sessions with them. Um, but you can always feel free to to change that race simulation to something like that, going out for a hundred kilometres on the on the bike, followed by a twelve k run off the bike. With with um, so you're getting a pretty good pretty good simulation there, and if you can even dial it back and just do eighty k's on the bike with a ten k run, you know it doesn't need to be that full seventy point three simulation. You already know you can do the distance. Um, it's just um, you just got to change things to make it work for um, where you're at at the moment and where you're heading towards come race day, and and you try and meet everything in the middle. I hope that helps. Um, let us know how you get on with it anyway. I'm always keen to find out. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooray.